There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some entitled people, of course. Of course. If you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. It truly, truly does. And with that being said, let's just crack straight on with today's story, shall we? <laughs> Much love, guys. And this story comes from Loring11. Guy wants me to wait while he is blocking my driveway. The house next to mine is empty and for sale. The previous owner died from old age and the real estate agent let people walk around the property and look around. I live in a fairly rich area with nice houses and they attract snobs who want to move there. I just got home from school after a three-hour final exam, so I was real tired. I bike to school every day and because of corona, my school has three days a week online. I live in Sweden and we didn't have a lockdown. Unfortunately, I had to bring almost every textbook home, which made my backpack very heavy and all this got me in a bad mood. So when I get home, I see this big BMW parked right in front of my driveway, taking up the whole street. It's very narrow. I get off my bike and lead it towards the mailbox to signal that I live there. They don't see me. I try again and they see me, but they just ignore me. Now I'm pissed, so I go up to their window and knock. The man rolls it down and asks in a snarky voice, What? I said, excuse me, you're parked in front of my driveway and I can't get in. The man says, sure, like you live here. And I said, yes, I do. I can't get my bike in. The man says, even if you do live here, you just have to wait. Besides, you should be grateful that we are interested in this house. He said that like I should be in awe of his presence. He rolled his window back up before I could retort and continued looking at the house. At this point, I'm tired, I'm pissed, I just want to go to sleep and I start forcing my way through. The man opens the window and shouts, are you crazy? To which I said, move your car or it will get damaged. He honks as loudly as he can, but I continue. He starts the car and aggressively drives off. I park my bike and go to sleep. (laughs) Good ending in the end. And just think that could be OP's potential neighbor moving in. They're already starting off on the bad foot because this guy's an absolute asshole. I mean, come on now. Imagine having to deal with that level of entitlement every single day. Oh, man. But let's check out some comments to see what they say. And we'll start with top adhesiveness saying, Behold, the high, mighty, and honorable entitled person wants to live beside you. Live in awe, knowing you got the honor to be the neighbor of all his mighty presence. I hope for you, he won't get to be your neighbor. I have the feeling they would be a pain in the ass to handle. And Lampo says, hopefully he changes his mind about moving there or you will deal with him daily. And Mick says, years ago, open the garage on my condo, you know, to get my truck in, in the garage and leave. Someone's parked in front of me in my driveway. Dude left his driver's side window halfway open. I was calmly walking to his window with my water hose when he ran up. He was laughing, glad he got there in time, but said I would have been justified. Wow, (laughs) he knows his own entitlement as well. To which Laurie the cook replies to this one saying, I had to share this with my husband. There's a house under construction next door and some entitled little snot keeps parking in bad spots, including our driveway. Last time he informed her very sharply that she needed to move now as he was about to leave. 
I watched as she turned and rolled her eyes and shot him a bitchy side eye look while getting into her car. He really likes your idea. <laughs> next time on Entitled People. <laughs> now let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Nagi Neo 101 the most entitled guy I met on a dating site. This took place between 2004 to 2005. My sister convinced me to do a Lava Life account, thinking no harm. The worst part was my mum decided to play around with my profile as I went to the bathroom. Yeah, dumbest thing I know. During setup, she put some of what she thought I was or should be into. So yeah, she told me entered, saved, I'm not quite sure on that bit, and we waited for a few days. There was a few hits and a few misses. Most of the people hitting my profile kind of just turned me off. When I saw what was put, I was pissed. My mother attempted to say I was into sports. I wasn't. She did some changes to my profile and claimed it would get me a date. I was pissed off because she didn't trust me to make my own damn decisions on a guy. About a week, I got messaged by this one guy. I will call him Eric. He was kind of interesting at least by his photograph. We talked for about a day or two and chose to meet up. He told me to pick the restaurant, which I did, and also since I was between classes, we could meet. We met in front of an Indian restaurant, which my parents were friends with the owner. Eric showed up and was starting to give me a bad feeling. He said he didn't like my choice and dragged me to an old Chicago. He paid, I guess I was fine, but was annoyed I was eating a salad instead of a huge pizza. I had to tell him I was in Taekwondo and I needed to go light before class. You would think he would understand, but he said it wasn't a real sport and thought it was weird. I was a bit annoyed, but smiled and thought, okay, this is one day he will leave me alone after and finds we are not a match. Yeah, no, he decided to ask me about some plans for a week later. Uh, I had a convention I was going to. When I told him my plans, he said nowhere on my profile did it say I was a nerd. I explained my mother helped me set up and deleted parts of my hobbies. He just told me whatever just to cancel my convention's plans to go see a football game with him and his pals. Now I put my foot down and said no. He said since he put forth effort to meet, I owed him. I was seriously pissed and left. He paid my bill but messaged me via email which I forwarded to my mother telling her what this guy did. He told me the game time and he wanted me to go get prepared. I literally ignored him and went to the convention. I had already booked a hotel room and had friends rooming with me. I did not tell him about the lava life screw up and moved on. As soon as I got to the hotel, my mum called to say Eric was on his way to the hotel. She believed he was joining me for the weekend at the convention. Oh God, he showed up and looked pissed. He demanded I unbook my room, which he said was a waste of money and demand a full refund on my badge because we were going to a football game. One of my friends, I will call Scott, who was a peacekeeper and was on security for the con, asked the guy to leave. Of course, the guy said I was his girlfriend and I had it. I am not your girlfriend. You should have gotten the hint when I didn't reply to your demands to see a game. I hate football. He got mad and told me he would give me a bad review on the account. I just told him good and Scott made me get on his laptop after the guy left to shut down my account. After the incident, I got an email from some guy named Paul, who is Eric's friend and ride. He apologized for what happened and hoped I had a good convention because Eric ruined the football game for him and his wife. We should have gone to your convention because you actually sounded like a way better person to hang out with than him. So far, Eric was just an entitled asshole who just felt he could boss me around. It's, it's just, it's more than entitled in this story to me. Did, did, did anyone else feel like super creepy? The guy after one date is following you around and trying to find your location, contacting your mum to know where you are and then turning up and demanding that you still go to a game with him. There is some weird shit going on in this one. 
And I don't think I'd be wrong in saying that you need to watch your back in future. He sounds like one of these people that could be borderline stalkers. If he's willing to like, get in contact with your mum and say, oh, I, I'm going on a date with her. Where is she? And then track you down to this convention and then turn up and say we're going to a football game. I mean, come on, man. But Pill17 says even his friends want nothing to do with him. Followed by Shocker Khan 2N1 saying, did your mum tell him where your hotel was? How did he find you? which OP replied, my mum assumed he was going to the convention with me. He also looked up the convention's name on Yahoo. And Latent says, good for you for staying true to yourself despite the pressure from him and your mum. I think it was extremely polite of you to not make an account for your mother. Listen the way a good mother should be. OP replied again saying, oh, my sister decided to tell her off about doctoring my profile. She did ask if I wanted to reactivate the account with the corrections. I just said, nope. The profile has remained deleted and I never wish this crap on anyone. And I think we'll leave this one right there and move on to the next story. And this next story comes from Minarahaku. <laughs> These names today. The Poodle Mum. Hey all, so I'm a dog trainer and thus I meet so many entitled parents and kids that I cannot count. This is my favorite story of them all. But if there will be interest, I will be posting some other stories too. So the people in this story, entitled mother EM, around 45 years, entitled kid EK, around 10 years, and yours truly, 20 years. Our dog school is very special in the area because we have made the effort to be able to let people let their doggos free within our school so they can play. Enforced fences, strict gate opening rules, nothing left out that could injure a dog, etc. The only rule is that you can only let your dog play with others if it is not dangerous. We often deal with behavior problems, which is all right, but we ask those people to come to our special class so the dog can get more social exercises before playing with 20 to 30 other dogs. Many people actually choose us over the other local dog school because of this rule. We are also cheaper, very, very cheap. We don't actually make a living out of it, just enough to once a year upgrade something, which is also important for this story. EM arrives with EK and a very young toy poodle. It was around the size of a small cat. We welcome them like everyone else, tell them the rules and encourage them to let the dog out of their arms and put it down. They do so and the tiny poodle begins running happily until there are big dogs, small dogs, and they are all running. One of the golden retrievers runs over the poodle. Literally nothing happens. The poodle doesn't even stop playing. This is very normal and quite cute to look at. Ian begins shrieking, screaming that her baby is being hurt. Now that EK is also crying that her poodle is hurt. It was not hurt, but EK comes up and picks it up. We patiently tell her that she should put the poodle down because it needs to socialize and this is a perfect time. That nothing happened to it, just played happily. EM then tells us she can feel dark energy coming from the golden retriever and that they will not put the poodle down until the golden retriever is held by her owner. Side note, the golden belonged to one of our favorite people. She was coming here for four years, helped a lot with renovations, etc. And that golden couldn't hurt a fly. We tell her that only dangerous dogs have to be held on a leash when the playtime is going on. She tells us it should be the minimum, that we all hold bigger dogs so her baby can play with the smaller ones. We sigh and explain that everybody has equal rights to play here and her dog was not hurt. They refuse to put the poodle down. We sigh and leave it. During the entire class, I can hear her shrieking about the other dogs, literal puppies scaring her dog. The dog was not scared. After the class was over, the playtime began again. 
and the woman was screaming, EK crying that a dog is hurt again. It was not. At this point, we have had enough of them harassing the other people, so we tell them sternly that everyone is paying to be here, so deserve to have playtime and if they are scared of the other dogs, then they are welcome to hold their dog the entire time or leave. She begins telling us that this is outrageous and also she paid a lot to come here. At this point, I laugh at her and tell her that she paid around two and a half euros for the entire one and a half hours of playing, training, and personal help. She's welcome to go to the other dog school for six euros for 45 minute classes where nobody's allowed to let their dog go. She huffs and puffs and puts the poodle down, saying she cannot feel the dark energy anymore because the golden left. I informed her that she did not. She's just behind the building training jumps with her owner. She got mad again and picked the poodle up. My German Shepherd has a great emotional connection to me. She knows when I hate someone and she begins to hate them too. I had her by my side because we're about to start our personal training. My dog began growling at her and she again began screaming that my dog is dangerous and should be put down. At this point, I began to get very angry. I told her she is free to leave and escorted her and her crying EK to the gate. We still mention this woman as the makeup monster because she had so much makeup on. I wouldn't recognize her without it. And our next story comes from Cadence. No, I won't ruin my relationship with my uncle for you. My uncle was a late whoops baby, so he and I are moderately similar in age. Out of everyone in the family, he and I have the closest relationship, especially now that I'm an adult and have more control over how often I can see him. He has an illness which prevents him from working, so he has been stuck living with my grandparents, his parents, his entire life. They are abusive, manipulative assholes and have been for so long as anyone can remember. Because of this, to say my uncle does not care for them is putting it lightly. Last year, he was finally able to move out on his own and he went no contact with his parents and did not look back. I could not be more proud of him for how well he's doing and it's obvious that his mental health is improving with a distance from his abusers. This afternoon, my grandparents called me and sounded very worried. With shaking voices, they said there was a problem and they needed to talk to my uncle, but he wouldn't answer their calls. They asked me to call him with them on the line because they knew he would answer for me. Essentially, they wanted my help to stomp all over his boundaries. I told them I would not be doing that, but that I could pass on the message for them or that I could let them know they needed to speak with him. They wouldn't tell me the problem, so I just sent him a text telling him they wanted to talk to him about something important and they seemed worried. Turns out it was all a ploy. He ended up calling them and there wasn't actually an issue at all, just a minor update they wanted him to know. They wanted me to break his trust and ruin our relationship so they could more easily disrespect him. I know this isn't a very exciting story, but I'm pissed and wanted to vent about it. This seemed like an appropriate place to do so. And like you say, it's not one of these explosive stories like you see in the the previous two and it's not crazy whatsoever, but these are real life situations. And that's what makes me not favorite because that sounds that sounds harsh to the, the, the topic of the story. But, you know, it's very, very real. And there's many people that's going through these experiences every single day. And that's one of the things that I quite enjoy about these stories because they are very relatable. So well done to you, Opie, in this one for seeing what was happening there and, and acting the correct way about it. I think it's fantastic. And this next story is from Pokemon95. Entitled parent leaves sick child at school. This happened a few years ago, back when Corona was just a beer and before daily temperature checks in schools was required. My son was in his first year of preschool and almost on a daily basis, I volunteered in his classroom. My great aunt happened to be my son's teacher. She is part of what inspired me to become a teacher myself. 
On this particular day, it was very cold outside and we're in the middle of flu season. One child came in on time and in a sea of children, it was not obvious that he was sick. It was only when his mother had left and the boy was sitting on the table for breakfast that we could tell he was not feeling well. I will call him nice kid, NK, because he really was a sweet little boy. NK looked pale and had a runny nose. I went over to him and said, hi. I said, hey, NK, how are you? Did you enjoy that snow day yesterday? He said, yeah, he said it drowsily. I said, you feeling okay, bud? To which he replied, not really. I reached out and placed my hand on his forehead and the poor boy was on fire. I immediately alerted the teacher, my aunt slash MA. I said, Mrs. Aunt, I think NK is sick. He's very hot. MA came over with a handheld thermometer. They kept in the medical cabinet and took his temperature. 102 Fahrenheit, 38 Celsius for anyone who uses Celsius. This school didn't have a nurse on site, so we took NK to the small lobby. I gave him a cup of water to sip on what MA called his mum. MA said, hello, Mrs. EM. This is MA from NK school. I need you to return my call as soon as possible. NK has a 102 degree fever and he can't be at school when he is sick. Please call me back at this number. MA came back into the lobby and checked NK's temperature again. It was still 102 Fahrenheit. Since there was another teacher in the classroom, MA and I stayed with NK. I kept trying to cheer him up and make him more comfortable while MA kept trying to call his mother. Finally, after about 30 minutes of trying to get hold of his mother, MA got through. The following conversation is what MA told me was said. MA said, Mrs. EM, I'm glad you picked up. NK is sick and has a 102 fever. We need you to come pick him up. She said, yeah, I know he's sick, but I don't have anyone to watch him and I'm already 45 minutes away. I'm late for my lunch date. MA said, I understand you had plans, but I think your son is a little more important. If you knew he was sick, then he should never have come to school. I'm sorry, but you need to come pick him up. EM said, he's going to have to wait until I'm back in town. I'm just going to be a few hours. Just let him nap on his cot. He'll be fine. MA said, EM, I think we have a misunderstanding. You need to pick him up now. He cannot be here. EM said, like I said, I will pick him up when I'm back in town. Good day. And EM hangs up and MA tries several times to call her back with no answer. After another 30 minutes, NK's temperature has jumped to 103 and he is acting very lethargic. At this point, MA and her supervisor, who has arrived late to work due to her car breaking down, decided to call an ambulance. Within 10 minutes, NK is loaded into the ambulance and is on his way to the local hospital. After this, I took my son home and we stayed home for a few days to ensure we didn't catch whatever NK may have had. I was overly cautious about sickness even before COVID, but not too cautious not to help. MA is not allowed to tell me what happened to EM after this, but I do know that CPS got involved and NK did recover. From that day on, his grandparents were the ones to drop him off and pick him up. I have not seen EM since. And as you guys know, I have several teacher friends and I can tell you right now that this sort of thing isn't common, isn't uncommon. I mean, it sounds absolutely insane that mum has gone on a lunch date somewhere for a couple of hours and said, oh, don't worry about it. Just keep kid there. Just let him rest on the sofa. And it's like, no, you're putting all the other children at risk here. But what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts on today's collection of stories? Do you enjoy entitled people slash entitled parents as well? <laughs> Clearly at the end here. Let me know your thoughts. Once again, guys, thank you for spending 20 minutes or so out of your day with me, enjoying a story or two. I hope you did enjoy them, by the way. And if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. Thank you so much for your love, support and time, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 